Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Welcome citizens, a new episode of New Amsterdam Radio starts right now. Hello, boys, in the mayor's office, just handling some paperwork. Because the thing I've realized as a creative is that whenever you create, there's always things to be filled out <laughs> and filed. How's everyone doing? NewAmsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W, Amsterdam.com. And this show has done so much for me to be able to speak with individuals and teams that are just doing the dang thing, as we say from time to time here in the show. And if you have an idea, if you are a creative and entrepreneur, you are a citizen of New Amsterdam. Follow the show at New Amsterdam on that Instagram and that new underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter. But my guest on this very special episode is a singer, songwriter, educator, lover of life, Understanding what her goals are and finding new and innovative ways to get it done. Kat Spina, I was introduced to her music fairly recently and I've become a fan. It was kind of a cool, I think cool kind of understatement. It was an amazing time just sitting with Kat, asking her questions about the process. Just we both have a very parallel look on the craft and I think you will enjoy it. But before I get to that, real quick, if you want to support the show, there's many ways you could do that. We have new Amsterdam threads over at Flobito. That's F-L-O-B-I-T-O dot threadless.com. That's Flobito dot threadless.com. We have some new Amsterdam radio designs. Check them out. And if you want to unlock bonus interviews and more content like show notes and more, Patreon. Patreon.com slash global voice. We call it the boisterous crew. Roll with the crew. New content almost every other day. That's the idea. You know what I'm saying? Like my family. <laughs> Patreon.com slash global voice. Flopito.threadless.com. And without further ado, enough of me plugging my stuff. It's now time for my chat with Kat Spina. Welcome back to New Am Sam Radio, the podcast for thinkers, doers, and creatives. It is I, the mayor, Flopo Voice, in the mayor's office, having myself a morning cup of Joe. But I'm not having that Joe alone. I'm being joined by a fantastic singer, songwriter, doer of all things, Kat Spina. How are you doing this morning or afternoon where you're from? I'm doing great today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, indeed. So I am drinking straight black coffee, ironically, as Dunkin' Donuts. What kind of coffee do you get down with? Oh, I, I'm such a coffee connoisseur. I, I actually, for a, a short stint, worked at, at Starbucks when I had to pay those bills. You know, we kind of do it all, right? Yeah. So today's actually, oh, it's what I had in the house because we've got a, a snowstorm here. So I had to make do. But I'm, I'm just finishing up a little Trader Joe's, actually, a little Trader Joe's blend. So uh, Okay, respect. Yeah. Uh, yeah but so I many- love, like, boutique coffees from there's this one in rhode island shout out to dave's coffee they're probably one of my favorites i hear you i wish i worked at a coffee shop I, there are so many odd jobs i've did uh oh, just to yeah. make ends meet like i worked at target i sold hand sanitizer door to door we gotta do what we gotta do that's that's it that's the resilience <laughs> right well let's talk about doing what we're doing you are a singer and i don't want to sound hyperbolic but a fantastic one at that. Uh, went through your catalog, enjoyed it. Uh, you call yourself a female pop singer. What does that mean to you, especially now in 2022? 
I think it means putting it into action. You know, I actually worked with a web designer over the summer. I rehauled my website and that was the thing we kept going back. He's like, what is your web idea? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, web idea. He's like, what are you? Like singer, songwriter, recording artist, teacher, educator, like all these tags. And he's like, girl, you sing. You're a female pop singer. Girl. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. So female pop singer to me, it's like in my heart, you know, I grew up listening to Mariah Carey. It's actually in this, in this snowstorm, in this slumber today, I'm going through all my, my uh, clothes here, seeing what I want to discard. And I came across my 1995 Mariah Carey concert t-shirt. Concert ever. And, you know, that introduction to music for me was was it you know i grew up you know where my my father be playing motown and 70 singer songwriters in the car and everybody be sleeping and i'd be listening and, yeah you know the that was there the rolling stones classic rock rod stewart but you know pop pop resonates with me mm -hmm. and i studied jazz for a long time when i was in college and i just couldn't grab onto it vocally love jazz as a an art form and i listen to it a lot of instrumental jazz just as the day goes on but i really find that identifying and saying i'm a female pop singer puts right. it in play puts it into action for me and right, so that's where, yeah that's where it's at right now and putting into action super yeah. important yeah, yeah defining and just you know i actually talk to my students a lot about this is I think being an educator teaches me as well. And I have to ask myself the same questions. And I try to think really small, like what's one word that's defining you right now? What's one thing you see for yourself? And if we, if we just create a small phrase or say an I am, yeah, I feel like that has helped the mindset and overcoming the things that are, are keeping us from doing what we want to do. Hmm. Yeah. You had mentioned that you're an educator. Uh, I, I got to imagine it must be pretty surreal when your kids, I guess, log on, enter, enter the classroom if they have physical classes and see an actual working singer who's doing it, instructing them. That must be a cool bond or connection you have with your students. Oh, absolutely. I, I think really in particular for the voice and diction class, I have always been really interested in elevating the speaking voice. It's not only my singing voice, but ever since I had some difficulty coming to the podium, I actually studied communications as a graduate program. Oh, right. I was really shocked that somebody who, you know, has been performing and I've had this musical experience, I was frozen. I could <laughs> not speak. And I was really upset at that. So to push myself to understand the art of the voice, to really know both sides of this. Um, I tell them, I said, listen, first of all, I was scared. I was mm -hmm. really unsure that I had any abilities in this way. And I'm gonna give you all the tips and tricks from a singer's perspective. And yeah. so I really try to like loosen them up and chill them out. And none of my teachers have done this. But I'm like, <laughs> you're gonna get, 
yourself a glass of water and a straw. Yeah. A bubble. We're going to just make some bubbles for a little bit. You know, okay. Like elementary school. Like, <laughs> chill out. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's very, the voice, uh... you know, the voice straw has been so cool because it has given me um, an immediate relaxation. It's helped me understand my diaphragm, breath, all this technical stuff from a much more accessible place. Mm -hmm. And then we just get into the nitty gritty. And then I just teach them basically mirror what I do in my vocal voice singing lessons as a, as a speaking class. And yeah. so they, they really dig it. And they're like, I don't always disclose to them at the beginning of the semester that I'm a singer, like a, pop, oh, yeah. like I'm a female pop singer. And actually they were the ones that inspired me to do the podcast. Let's get right into it. The podcast is called Engaging the Muse. First of all, fantastic name. Uh, second of all, how did it all come together? And what's the next step as you head to season two? You know, the first thing that started with Engaging the Muse was, first of all, I didn't have that name. That name came later, and I'll explain that. But I actually just started out interviewing some of my students. I have a student on there who uh, I actually took down her episode because it was literally only five minutes when I first started. And mm. there's like birds in the background. I think I interviewed her like outside. And then a few other students where I was just getting my bearings with it. But that was pre-pandemic. That was like late 2019. And they really sparked me to learn more about the creative process and that we kind of we're all in this together and we have our journey. So I just got into conversations about process and engaging the muse is the title of my first studio album. Okay. And I was in such a state of exploration. The tunes on that album are anywhere from R and B to, you know, alternative rock to singer songwriter to jazz so i was really all over the map because i wanted to see what my muse did and mm -hmm. what was trying to come out of me so engaging the muse i'm driving down you know taking a a ride over the summer and i'm like i need a name i really need to to call this and identify what this podcast is and the people i'm interviewing it's about innovation. It's about creative design. It's about hip hop artists and all these people who you don't know, you know, right. they're not household names. So I have these guests sharing their experiences on their journey. For a lot of them, they don't do it by day. That's true. Absolutely true. <laughs> they don't do it by day. I've got EMT workers. I have healthcare workers. I have teachers. There's only a handful who are like really, really in it. And so we talked about how does that muse come in and out? How do you maintain your consistency, your resiliency when it's, I just know it's a pervasive thing that, you know, she likes to take a break. <laughs> you know? right, like, right. Muse just like wants to chill. Uh, however, you <laughs> identify with your muse and you know, engaging the muse is just that idea is like waking up that energy again and, and going for it. So 
that's really been the essence of this podcast. And I've been really grateful to take that time and have conversations because I can relate to your early beginnings because the pandemic, I needed to talk to people. Right, right. You know, I was all by myself for about two months. Um, and so my, my folks were actually in Florida. So I've been, um, you know, here taking care of them and they were away. And I was like, I, I need like company. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. I mean, our entire careers and path is engaging with an audience with no yeah. audience. You just, you just like talking to yourself or singing yeah. to yourself. So that podcast really helped me to refine the conversation to understand that we're we're all in this. And yeah. some people, I think social media on some hands, like I'm still trying to get my bearings with it. I'm trying to be like building my audience, like finding my people on socials, because, um, you know, it's been a journey for me to connect on that medium. I've been such a face-to-face -face person. So, sure. you know, the podcast has helped me find people to, to interview to people like that. I didn't know and give it more of a voice, but yeah, I find that really to be one of my favorite new explorations in the creative process for sure and and next season's coming soon you had mentioned yes yes so actually um the season coming up is more musicians i'm finding that the people that i worked with this past season have are really in it um mm -hmm. with a handful that are have got their day job but i wanted to talk to more songwriters i think something okay. was drawing me to to speak with producers and songwriters mainly because I've been in a little bit of a not a standstill but I, I just haven't sat down and, and gotten in the studio in a while you know yeah and is, is it say a plateau or is that like too harsh to say I don't think so because uh -huh. I think there's I was I was just listening to a podcast with, with Neil Young and he said something that like almost brought me to tears. He's like, I still have more music in me. Yeah. And I feel that. And I feel like, you know, engaging the muse happened. Then there was a pause. Then Chasing Shadows came out and there was a pause. And then this collection of singles that you guys hear on Spotify and all the other digital outlets, um, you know, those were kind of a product of a, of a compacted period of time, mm -hmm. but I didn't release them that way because of sort of this single driven world that we're in. Yeah. So that was like 2018 to 2020. And I, I, I hit up my perfect, my, my producer rather. And I said, damn, this was three years ago. Like what's going on? And he's like, cat, this, this has been a really wacky time. Some people it's like flowing out of them or for some people it's like doing what he knows it does to me. Like when, when things are emotional and hard, like yeah. I absorb, absorb, absorb until I'm like ready to get it out. <laughs> right. No, it, it you, uh, 
it's funny because I feel like I'm in church. You're preaching to me, guess me. You know, you know, I, I come from the stand-up comedy world. Uh, not to make this about me, but in in 2020, I was my idea was I'm gonna take this, this stuff on the road. I'm gonna tour finally, and I had booked some dates in Alaska and Japan and Europe. And we all know how 2020 panned out, right? Uh, but there is that balance now where it's like, oh man, I haven't done any comedy work for a while. Is my stuff still good? Do I still have the stuff? I know I can make jokes, but it has the whole audience changed because we don't really have that night-to-night feedback and so i can't say i'm understanding how singers go through it but i can tell you that it's it's a very uh interesting thing that i've talked about the creatives how we go through like are, are we still relevant in a world that's seen through a pandemic like what's going on <laughs> yeah. i think that's what i think we're in a renaissance though i think we're in a creative renaissance whether people are hibernating with it and going to come out like 2023 is going to just explode with so much content. But I think for those who are close to me, I've seen them, you know, work through it, even though their performances are getting shut down. You know, my other producer, I am Snow Angel, she just released a beautiful record. And, you know, her meditation is music. And she's, you know, that's her, that's her day job. That is her life, you know, but for somebody like me, you know, by day, I'm working um, in a different field and finding my moments to work creatively. I'm fine in a concentrated space. I actually don't mind the flow of it at all. I think it makes me work a little bit harder. Um, to be in it all the time, I think, is certainly the dream. But <laughs> I made a lot of peace with that. I made a lot of peace because I understand just like what you're saying, you know, we had these intentions, but we have to live. We have to pay the bills, you know, and it's like you get on. I see people, you know, Adele is crying over Instagram that that her tour is being shut down. I'm like, if if Adele is crying, I'm crying. (laughs) Yeah, you put it that way. Sure. (laughs) Crying for Adele. and, and it's just so disappointing. We, we want to feel the light at the end of the tunnel. We want to know that we're, we're kind of moving away from this, but we want to stay safe at the same time. Mm-hmm. So the, the art of recording and that, that beautiful process is there for us, but I can't even get into the conversation right now about monetization and how do we, you know, I have like a tenth of a penny coming in from Spotify. Yeah. I love it though. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Does it come by the slice? No, I, I, I hear you. I made, uh, $10. I made $10 recently paying for a month of my Buzzsprout hosting, and I am going to use it wisely. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, I hear that, you know. Um, I, yeah. Allow me to give you a bit of your... Allow me to give uh, a bit of your flowers uh, here. I went back to some of the songs, actually all the songs, and a lot of them are great. Uh, but what I, my two favorites were Play It Loud, and and make it happen and they're oh, wow. great songs for different reasons <laughs> so i will not make you choose because that is sophie's choice but if you walk me through the process of creating those two songs they do hit different levels i love that it's so interesting because that is becoming the pervasive likes um so play it loud we're going to come out with a remix we're going to we're going to drop a remix this year i'm so excited for that because play it loud for me is all about, that was the first song that I released from that creative compact time 
yet Outside was actually the first song that I wrote um, to, to go through this cathartic uh, healing process. But Play It Loud, I needed out first because it it just was the marker for me that we all have those songs that we just need. Um, mm -hmm. And that song came really easy as far as the lyrics are concerned, though they they came out of me and they, they needed to. So I love that song. Um, Make It Happen is, it's so, I love, I love, love the fact that I feel really humbled that a lot of people don't recognize that that's a Mariah Carey <laughs> tune. <laughs> it is a deep cut. It is a, it is a deeper cut. Yeah. And you know, I got to the studio and I, was, I said, Bri, listen, hear me out. <laughs> I, I need I need you to hear me out. He's like, oh man, where is she going? I said, we're going to do a Mariah cover. He's like, ah, ah. I said, we're doing a Mariah cover. Yeah. And so we had tried this tune at a house concert right before uh, at the end of uh, 2019. And he had just started this this riff, bum, bum, ba, da, ba, da, 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 da. and I, I said okay, and I started singing over this. And rhythmically, it was a very hard tune for me. Right, really yeah. tough. Um, so we stripped it down, and I think what happens with the covers. I actually do one on. Um, actually, I do one on the EP, and I do one on on engaging the muse. What happens with covers is I have to break them down. And I got to strip them so bare to really understand the song and every single lyric. Oh, What's that like? I need, it, I need that song. What does that mean to strip it down? How do you strip it down? Do you like print out the lyrics and put it on the wall somewhere? Do you? I get the lyrics. I actually had a, for, with my friend who, who passed away, Jeff, he and I always tried to get into like, cat what? What really is the art of arranging? What really is the art of the singer? Because he's a guitar player. And I said, Jeff, I think it's the lyric, man. I just, I really think it's the lyric. If it's deep enough <laughs> and it's gonna hit me, like every single word, I can sing it with, with every piece of me. So make it happen was just that. It's like, I got down to the lyrics. If you believe in yourself enough and know what you want, you're going to make it happen. And it sounds so simple, but it's profound. Right. And I love that. Um, and then from there, you know, it was just that fusion of, of Brian's really cool approach to uh, electronic production. But he brought in some live instruments. He did some guitars over it and, and bass. And, and then we just built it from the ground up again. Uh, somebody said to me the phrase, you got to make sure that this, the tune stands up. Mm -hmm. And that's play it loud can be played acoustically and it stands up. Like it still has a cool vibe without all of the production. Make it happen, same thing. Like I'd love for you to hear just sit on the guitar um, and what it's like acoustically because that's, that's how it, it resonates. So choosing... Uh, it's hard because one's Mariah and one's me. <laughs> right. But the Make It Happen cover, if you guys haven't heard this one by now, it has like almost, and I don't want to miscategorize music because I'm not a music taxonomist, but it has like a New Year's Soul vibe to it. So it sounds pretty yeah. chill. sounds pretty coffee shop, you know, after hours. Nice hat on, tilted aside, coffee in my yeah. hand, you know. I love it. <laughs> I, I think I like that too. And I think it's the, 
the new direction, you know, when you, you asked me like, is, is it plateau? No, because I actually just replayed play it loud and make it happen as two of my favorites and saying, I want to, I want to reference this. I want to come back to these moments and spark, you know, I think people, somebody just told me recently too, we need upbeat, we need happy you know, and, and I want to be that as a source. I want to be, you know, somebody who has the music where the aura is, is encouraging. You know, we have our relationship stuff that we go through and engaging the muse was a lot about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> the early twenties drama. Um, that I, it goes I, away. What? Uh, you know, it's still <laughs> happening sometimes. But, um, you know, it was, it was, you know, you write what you know. And I was, you know, exploring relationships and now I'm exploring life. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm in these places where I'm helping people. I serve as a teacher. I'm, you know, a marketing coordinator and I do all these different things. I'm, I'm of service. And maybe my music is moving towards a place of being of service to be of that, you know, need to help people uplift and and get their get that energy flow get that moving yeah. so oh i want to lean towards i want to lean towards i don't know what to say <laughs> play it loud i'm gonna say play it loud because that remix is gonna be really cool and i think <laughs> you're gonna dig it so there yeah it. do you consider yourself successful and why or why not gosh you know something that came to my mind this morning it just went do metrics matter? I don't know. What, yeah, that like came in my mind because, you know, as I mentioned before, the socials and I, I see you people, I see you guys out there. I see you. I do. And I'm on, I'm on the socials, but am I engaging like I should? Should I? And I, and you know, that, that word should, I don't even love that word, but I think success is now really heavily based in our numbers as artists, I think that's where it's at. I think that's a way to get more numbers. You know, if you have the numbers, you get on a playlist, you know, there's a lot of things happening in the industry that equal numbers. Okay, so I had to, again, that's another area to make peace with. So at the end of the day, I have to say I am successful because I still honor my heart. And I still mm -hmm. honor my passion. And tell my muse I'm, I'm there for her. I'll, I'll be there, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think success for me um, is there. And I feel grateful that I'm not giving up and that this is, this is a calling. This is a part of who I am. So I hope more people enjoy it because they enjoy it, because it makes them happy. I don't want to push it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and that's, the organic piece of music that I've always really honored. So I think success is there and the audience is something I'd like to build. I'm just one guy. Um, but during the pandemic, uh, once comedy clubs were closed, I did my little, my first comedy song. It was called the loan, the club. Uh, obviously that was my pandemic song. I didn't want to mention the pandemic, but I felt like I was in the VIP in the club, uh, but it was closed, right? Um, it's done. It's on Spotify. And it was one song and that drained the heck out of me. To me, 
the fact that you do that repeatedly and to refill the cup and to share it and to engage with the muse to me from the guy looking in outside in successful hundred percent thousand percent ten thousand percent yeah which is really cool thank you we roll into february uh by the time this airs do you have any year to year plans you're that kind of person or do you take it one day at a time what's next with the caspina brand I think again, it's building the audience. It's bringing to the bringing to you guys what I've been working on and sharing it more. I have actually a former student of mine who's going to help me out with my socials, and he's like, "What's your USP and all these technical things?" I said, "Jason, let's just get it out there." Um, yeah. But he's asking me all the the real questions. So what's on deck for 2022 is a few things. I actually slowly started performing again, and I'm doing stripped down versions of the song. So I had two live streams, uh, which was really exciting and fun. And then I'm going to actually do that again later this month. I've got uh, a few songs where it's mainly covers. I'm just doing those songs of encouragement, of hope, of loves of all kind. And I would say for me this year would be to uh, wake up my muse, mirror a song, reference something along the lines of make it happen, play it loud and, and see what comes out. See what comes out. I'd love, I would love for a new single to, uh, to drop this year for you guys. Fantastic. If, yeah. if anyone's listening right now and they want to engage with you online, how they go about doing that, how would they connect with you? Sure. The, the best destination to start really, because I know again, the, the biggest thing is this, those socials, but check out my website. It's really um, a great way for you to learn more about my journey and even the so story behind the songs. So you can check out catspinamusic.com. And if you want to grab me on uh, Instagram, it's catspinaofficial. And TikTok is new for me, but I'm on TikTok giving you a little bit of uh, acapella moments and some studio sessions uh, at Cat Speed of Music on TikTok. I feel like such an old man because I have it, but I don't know what goes there. I, I'm not nearly I don't know yet. I'm finding out. I'm figuring it out. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, and so, so do you have also live shows planned on the slate uh, as we roll into the spring? Yeah, I'm going to be doing the, the live stream. Uh, we're working on making sure everybody's healthy in the band and uh, one of my guys just just got COVID, so we're going to uh, make sure everybody's healthy and well. So we're going to probably push back that performance to about later February, uh, a live stream. So no, nothing in person yet, but we're going to be doing some YouTube live streams. And oh, that's youtube.com uh, backslash Catspina. Fantastic. Make sure you do that. I'll put that in the show notes so anyone can click the links very easily. Kat, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, one last question before we get out of here. You know, people are listening. They, they, they know your journey now. Uh, do you have the proverbial advice for someone who's like, I, I think I can do something. I think I can do this, but I'm afraid to jump. Stole it from John Mellencamp and I can't find it. It was this documentary and we've been using it in the studio. My, my, my producer and I, Brian Forbes, Keep it simple, keep it small, keep it going. And that's what I have for you guys. Mic drop. What? Uh, <laughs> no. Thank you. Profound. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank John Mellencamp, but we've got this. <laughs> <laughs> keep going.
Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs>